We added Dave from Birmingham to a giant flaming bin. But he escaped before he died and started listening. We plugged our microphones into the internet. And said loads of really dumb shit we regret. Our name is Two Star Podcast and we're woke. We want you to enjoy this but you won't. Last Thursday, I went on a little lovely bike ride of the evening and I delivered some Easter eggs to the doorstep of my cousin. And then on the way back, there was a woman clapping. And she was like, like clapping and she said, oh, you should clap for the NHS. You should clap for the NHS. And she was kind of heckling me. And I was thinking, what? But is it that time already? Why isn't anyone else doing it? And I got in, and I realised she was doing it at seven o'clock. <laughs> um, <laughs> Had she not realised that the clocks changed quite some time ago? Um, Maybe she was just getting a run-up at it. No, because that would push it in the other direction, wouldn't it? I didn't Spring really think, think that much detail. The human yeah. brain can't comprehend. I mean, it's possible How also she's just changed. Thick. Or did she think that the clocks had changed and also back again? It, to I be fair, some, it's very um, easy to lose any sense of time in this yeah, lockdown true. world. It's entirely plausible to me that we have already reached October and the clocks have gone back again. Maybe she just your... thought, "Well, I, I, I want to have a, I want to go to bed soon. I don't want to stay up too late." And so get the clapping in early. To get the clapping early, yeah. Can I ask some questions about your errand? Uh, yes. Okay. Firstly, how old is your cousin? Because surely, like, nineteen or so. Um, my cousin is like twenty-seven. And you were taking him Easter eggs. I was taking Easter eggs for his children. That's not what you said. I said I was leaving Easter eggs on his doorstep, didn't okay. I? Yes. Yeah. Which is um, which is correct. It was on okay. his doorstep. Right. I'll let you off on a technicality. Right. Mm. <laughs> um, you could have pointed out that actually his children are your second cousins. Uh, yes, that's, um, that's I could have done. Yeah. Then my next question is: uh, Do I have any third cousins? Because that's the sweet spot. That's the sweet spot. No, my <laughs> next. No, well, not for me. Um, uh, Graham can sleep with any of your family. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, but none of them would be in the sweet spot. Uh, <laughs> the next question is: you, you, Did you say you were doing this on Thursday? Yeah, I did. But that's not one of the uh, allocated Easter days. Uh, no, but all of my allocated outings over Easter were dedicated to dog walking. So you whereas, had pre-planned your dog walking? Um, well, my auntie also does dog walking for the same dog, but she only does it if it's on the way home. So she won't kind of go out of her way to do it because she thinks that would be non-essential travel so I know that I have to walk the dog on her days off okay and then so so this was a day when she was walking the dog so I could do my one my, my one outside could be on a bike so why could you not walk the dog to your cousin's house on one of the Easter weekend days because uh, the dog I walk has very strong opinions about where it likes to be walked to. Oh, I thought you were about Easter. It's a militant atheist. <laughs> and in in fairness, um, she probably would have been agreeable to walking in that direction. Um, but I didn't want to take that risk. She okay. would be very stubborn. My next question is, uh, how old is your are your second cousins? Not um, because of the sweet spot, because <laughs> that's inappropriate. I, I'm not entirely sure. Something like three and five. Okay. Next question: What the fuck has it got to do with you? Whether they've got Easter eggs or not? It's not your problem. Not your. Can kids. your cousin not provide Easter eggs for them? Oh, he yeah. can. I just Fucking thought it, it's always nice to have extra Easter eggs, isn't it? Well, yeah, Is but it? surely it's nicer if you had kept those extra Easter eggs for yourself. Mm, that's true. Well, I don't is it because he's a junkie? Uh, 
you have to take Easter eggs to your junkie cousin's children because he'd spent all of the Easter egg money on smack. Uh, well, now you see, as we established earlier in this week, it's really hard to get hold of uh, of drugs at the moment. Yeah, there's a shortage. So I imagine, like, he's had to he probably had to spend all of his savings just to just to get one hit because, yeah. you know, maybe I maybe I used the eggs as drugs mules and hid the drugs inside the what, eggs. like adult Kinder Surprise. Yes, <laughs> that is marketable. Mm. Yes, you could put a little toy in as well. You could um, yeah. like make your own crack pipe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a little plastic bong. Yeah. Drug Have some... kinder surprise. In a real uh... egg. <laughs> <laughs> Have you uh, finished your interrogation of my outing? Um, not quite. Why are you walking... Uh, it's not your dog. Why are you walking it? Um... To help an elderly neighbour. Okay. So hang on, um, hang on. You're stealing an elderly neighbour's outdoor time, and their uh, dog. Well, no, because I'm using my own outdoor time, but they can't have outdoor time. Why? Um. Well, when they go outside, they use a um, mobility scooter, and I'm not sure if that would class as exercise. But they've taken the decision that it's it doesn't really count as exercise and so they're not going out at all so how much are they paying you to walk the dog uh nothing this is unacceptable i'm doing if you're it good at something a... never do it for free are you good at walking the dog i i saw that graffitied in um on a wall what in, are you good at walking the dog in crete no if you if it's very you're niche graffiti don't do it for free i didn't say i was good at walking the dog oh okay I'm well keen i'm a keen amateur i would say so you could have just left left the dog on its own and run to your cousin's house, couldn't you? Uh, yeah, well, like, what the fuck? Dan is having a rave. Dan you know is very, Dan is having a rave in his living room. <laughs> Dan is. Okay. Dan, that's I'll, definitely in breach of the social distancing regulations. I want... I want a, but what makes you think I have other people here? I can rave by myself. Go on, then. So, whenever the neighbour thanks me for walking the dog, I always say that uh, I should thank him for letting me borrow the dog. Cause it's Why don't nice you steal the dog? So I don't think any money needs to change hands. No, but you could steal the dog and then you'd have your own dog. I you wouldn't ransom the dog back to the him. Time. No, you definitely don't have a dog all the time. That's shit. Mm-hmm. I also um, left Easter eggs for um, children that I don't know on a doorstep. I think that's a okay. crime. I think that's going to get you on a register. Maybe. Whose doorstep? Um, there's a family that lives at the end of the road, and they have uh, two children and a dog, and they do quite nice, um, quite nice, uh, wholesome things like going out on bike rides and playing with scooters in the road and things like that. And I ended up with an excess of easter eggs and we thought it would be quite nice because they're probably not seeing their relatives that might bring them eggs normally so they're probably deprived of their regular supply of easter eggs and wouldn't it be exciting to find that there were some eggs on your doorstep chris are they your third cousins (laughs) um they're probably beyond third cousins that's not that's no good then. Um, I mean, in, I, in in Dorset, there must be an upper bound on how distant it's possible to be related cousin-wise within a living generation. Uh, how would we find I mean, out what all, that was? We're all cousins of each other, really, aren't we? We're a big one fam. One big. I mean, we're all more cousins of monkeys than we are of each other, but sure. That's quite offensive to my cousins. Well, they're monkeys, so I don't care. Fair enough. Okay, uh, final question. Why weren't you clapping? Do you hate the NHS or something? Do you Uh, hate me, Chris? Do you you want to personally disrespect me? Yes. I mean, that's fair enough. I deserve it. I do do miss a beat every now and again because of Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. No, again, I... No objections. It's well, I, I won't. I, I won't participate in case one of those claps ends up um, 
like winds its way to Daniel and he claims it. I did uh, I did clap at the allotted time and then afterwards uh, we all sang happy birthday to one of our neighbours. It was very okay. wholesome uh, community spirit. Even though it wasn't your neighbour's birthday? It was his birthday. Oh. Mm, How old I'm was sure he? I believe you, but sure. So, um, is this, was it, which neighbour's birthday was it? Was it the one that you're, you keep grassing up to the Rosers? It wasn't, no. Did he join in? Um, no, he didn't. Oh, what a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that guy. He's the fucking worst. Okay, um, no further questions, Your Honour. Oh, well, I'm, 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 what's the verdict? Am I guilty of something? I've got one further question, well, yeah. Chris. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, did you murder that lifeguard back, way back then? Uh, that's not not within this jurisdiction. Well, I disagree. I'm a podcast lawyer. He is a podcast lawyer. I don't even think that happened in this timeline. Well, well no, maybe. but this is episode 188, so we're back to the original timeline now. Are we? Oh, oh shit. It says, it says 188 <laughs> up there. Dan can't even remember one timeline. It's hardly fair that we have multiple timelines. I can't manage multiple timelines in any format. (laughs) Podcasts, series, TV series, books, it just, it it fucks with my head, man. I suppose it all hinges on when Dan edits and uploads what is now the previous episode, but the next one in sequence for the listener. When he, hang on a minute, no, I've tied myself up in a knot now. You um, realise I'm going to be calling that one episode A to avoid any kind of <laughs> having to think. Okay, that might be safest. So you can either call it episode 2 or episode 187, and that's really going to determine the whole future numbering system until we do another reboot. And it's going to get really fucking confusing for whoever has to edit podcasts in about six months' time trying to remember the file numbering convention different from the episode numbering convention. I, 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 will, yeah. I will stop you there, Adam, because... I've never obeyed the file naming convention. He does so just far. have his own convention. Yes. That's true. Okay, well, um, good. I'm glad we got all of that cleared up. Uh, we yeah. can start the episode now. Yeah. Um, so, have we got anything to talk about? No. Well, nothing's happened, has it? No. I thought, I thought someone nothing. was going to introduce us. I left a little pause for the music. Yeah, yeah. If we don't do that live, Chris, like it's done in the edit. Yeah. We added one more. No, that's the real one. Oh shit! Now I've plagiarised somebody. We'll have to edit that out, otherwise it'll. You got me in a lot of trouble just then, Chris. That's copyright. The algorithm will detect it, and Adam Buxton's going to turn up at my house and smother me with his beard. That'd be lovely, wouldn't it? I mean, I don't think he would. That would be hugely irresponsible. Well, I think the the crime is so heinous that um, lockdown would be lifted. So that he could uh, beat me up. Mm. I mean, yeah, there are exceptions for everything. I, I guess in that situation, he would be considered a, a key worker. Yes, absolutely. If yeah, anyone who's going to beat me up is a key worker. That's a given. Yeah. Hello. My my wife, who's an essential worker, has just returned home. Okay. Okay. So um, that 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 won't affect the podcast at all. Um, but um, when she when she uses the she um she She's will use the kitchen <laughs> <laughs> she she will use the kitchen for making food be ready okay. and then when she's finished making food be ready um she can come and sit in here which is the living room and I'll move into the kitchen chris have you regressed to a childlike state because <laughs> you seem to be struggling with words and grammar um yeah I mean, I'm struggling with lots of things at the moment, uh, but yeah, that's one of them. Okay. Would you like to know a thing I am uh, struggling with? I mean, where to begin? I have two things. Um, One thing is I'm finding it really difficult not to have a drink every night. It gets to the evening and I think, oh, wouldn't a glass of wine or a beer just be delicious right now I mean okay but I don't I don't think that's a particularly a problem if no, it's like wouldn't a bottle of wine be nice about now every night then yes that is a problem no I'm not, it depends I'm not where drinking, it ends up <laughs> I, I'm not drinking 
huge amounts, but um, my my way of uh, my way of managing with what's going on is uh, oh, I could just have a lovely drink. But you can. That's fine. You haven't got to go to work. I feel quite happy because I've managed to subtly arrange enough fake virtual events that I can justify more or less drinking every evening. Oh, so I thought you were going to say you've you've found enough distractions that you don't have to drink every evening. No, no, no. I no, thought no, he was going to say he'd stash enough alcohol around the house that he could drink every evening. I mean, that too. Um, I got very lucky, actually. I almost ran out of alcohol yesterday, and um, I'd ordered some online from a local brewery, and uh, they're local enough that it's 500 yards away, and they ended up just dropping it round themselves on Easter Monday. Um, and so, yeah, I had poker night last night. Fucking tonight. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Um, family drinks on Sunday, um, film night on Saturday, and yeah, so a cheeky beer or half bottle of wine all the time. So I don't like this. What? I don't. Because why have you got other friends? Because uh, we're so awful. Well, no, I understand the concept of having other friends. That that makes perfect sense to me. But how? Yeah, okay. Not why. How do you have other friends? He lives um, in London. Do you where remember all the people are? Do you remember the small, annoying people in your houses? Uh, yes. Do you remember how they never let you go anywhere or do anything? And take yeah. all your money? Yeah. That is what Gemma does, yes. <laughs> She's very um, small. I don't have that, so um, I have, like, free time. And... Yeah, but you also have your personality. <laughs> yeah, but as long as I'm drunk, people are, or other people are drunk, they're prepared to overlook that. Wow. Do you remember kind of that loophole. nice party that Ian Dunn organised that you just yes. crashed and wrecked? <laughs> I mean, have you uh, have you stayed in touch? No. Are you? Why are you not his friend now? Well, mostly because he tweets about politics, so I've taken him off my Twitter. Oh yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Like I created a fake, well, a backup Twitter account called Political Horror Show or something like that, and just shoved everyone on my timeline who. Talked about politics into so that. You could send them dick pics. You no, know, you could so just I, use lists for that. I didn't want to take the risk, and also I don't know how. <laughs> I think that also is uh, <laughs> is in the wrong place there. Because one of the, the, in in like an incredibly rare event, which is Twitter actually making their Android app better rather than worse, they have now let you pin lists to the main interface so that you can have like your actual timeline. And then kind of scroll left and right through up to five pinned lists of stuff. So I've been able to get rid of a load of shit from my main timeline following people where it's like, I occasionally care about what you have to say, but most of the time I'm not interested. And I can put it into lists so that if I'm actually interested in what's going on, I can go to the particular thing and look at it. And the rest of the time it's just not a problem anymore. Okay, Adam, I'd like to play a small game with you. Um, What percentage of those words do you think I understood? I mean, I would hope most of them on the basis that I think the only thing that I possibly said that might have been confusing was Twitter. I admire your optimism. Chris, Graham, would you like to have a guess? I stopped listening. Sorry, okay, I was uh, I was just negotiating my move from living room into kitchen. Well, it's a shit game. Okay, fine. Next topic. Would you um, like... I don't think there are any topics. <laughs> I Just in general, one. that's it. Topics yeah. have ceased to exist. Did Paul Chuckle uh, die? I'm enjoying my beer, and you'll be pleased to know it is the hipsterest beer I could find, in that it is a limited edition Canopy, that's the brewery, um, Amaretti Imperial Stout. You've got beer with Amaretti in it. It's not. It might have Amaretti in it, for all I know. It's bloody delicious. Well, um... Paul Chuckle didn't die from coronavirus, which That's is good, good news. Um, but he had a rave in his back garden. Right. Like with lots of people. No, just him. Oh, that's okay. As long as there weren't other people. Because he's uh, he's really into techno. <laughs> that's an actual thing. No, fair. I can believe it. How, so how did time. he get into techno? Um, I don't think there's like an entrance exam or anything. I think he listened to it and liked it. I guess I don't know. What's but I mean, he's he's um, he's in fairly advanced years, isn't he? Well, yeah, but he's also mm. immortal. 
<laughs> right. Also, no, yeah, techno's no, been around actually. for quite a long time. It's not like mm. a new thing that has just sprung up. Yeah. I imagine because of the like um, German leather sex clubs. Perhaps. Um, I... Um, I'm not sure about this. I Why? feel I feel worried about the Chuckle Brother legacy. <laughs> well, no, because he's not dead. Yeah, no. I just I just thought it's an unusual thing for him to be interested in. If you know that he likes techno music, well, which you're claiming is, to be um, true. That is then, very ageist of you. Then what's the, what's the story? What's the background? He just likes it. Oh. Yeah, just heard some music. Went, I quite like this. To be fair, actually, I think it was Barry that was more into techno. Oh, is he doing it in, like in, in his memory? Uh, maybe. That's what he would have wanted. Um, why do I know that Barry Chuckle was really into techno? Have <laughs> <laughs> you just googled that? <laughs> Probably. No, it seems like a weird thing for me to know, um, but it is a thing I know, and it. It's an even weirder thing to have made up. Yeah, it is a really weird thing to have made up. So I think it must be true. I suspect uh, the dark-handed pop bitch here again. <laughs> Quite possibly. <laughs> yeah. It does sound very pop bitch. Uh, actually, I'll tell you what, I can I can probably tell you. <laughs> can somebody search their archive for Barry Chuckle and Ray? Yeah. Uh, okay, so I have three issues of Pot Bitch involving the Chuckle Brothers. Going back to Only 2016. Three. This oh, is going okay. back to 2016. Oh, fine. This is all I've got in my uh, Gmail. So. Um, this this would be a source that. Um, oh, that. Graham okay, so know. that one was about uh, the Chuckle Brothers giving evidence in defense of Dave Lee Travis at his uh, sex trial. Did oh, he turn nice. out to be a sex trial person or a sex person or not? Um. Yeah, he went to prison, didn't he? I Hang on, that's a whole separate rabbit hole. I'm sure there was something about Barry Chuckle just going to raves a lot and being very knowledgeable about the about the music. Okay, one about being people. very sad at a panto. Oh well that's nice. You should be sad at a panto, really. Was she he in the panto? You? Well yes, why not? And somebody saying they were disappointed that uh, Barry Chuckle didn't try and work to me to you into his chat up lines that he used on them. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, that is all I have in uh, my mailbox. So why on earth do I know that Barry Chuckle is a raver? I mean, you could be making it up. Uh, because, uh, so, from 2017... Uh, the Chuckle Brothers delighted crowds at a Scots nightclub with a uh, To Me To You rave. Uh, Paul and Barry Chuckle took to the floor of the warehouse nightclub in Falkirk to join the crowd, pack crowd for a rave and special meet and greet. There doesn't seem to be any particular context as to why, um, but apparently, yeah, they turned up at a nightclub in Scotland and did a rave version of To Me To You. Cool. Well, maybe they were just both into raves, rave culture. Good for them. Apparently. That's the thing for our listeners to maybe uh, research. The more you know. Or just, yep. to, just to think about in the evenings as you're drifting off to sleep. Or just to bring up as trivia when you're having a conversation with somebody and topics churn to the Chuckle Brothers. Well, you can't work it into every conversation that turns around to the Chuckle Brothers, though, can you? Cause you can try. But you just never stop banging on about it. That's fair. Um, so, uh, obviously there's been a lot of really awful uh, news about celebrities and how sometimes they get sad too when they're locked down in their house with, like, you know, only their massive house and all of their wealth and possessions and servants to look after them. Um, but there have been a few things that I've seen that have made it a little better. I don't know if you saw... Did you, have you seen the, the Carl Walker incident? <laughs> oh, yes, the, uh, the the fun time he had with some ladies. Yes, yeah, yes. his uh, his lockdown orgy. Yeah. Um, which I thought was excellent. Um, and, I mean, if you're going to, you know, breach the lockdown rules, why not go all out? Um, I mean, he was supporting local business. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, I, and that's an important thing at this time, isn't it? It's kind of like yeah. um, that, wanna... that story that Dan had about um, being in lockdown in a um, in a brothel, but for a the brothel. Uber generation. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's really been anyone else that's, like, that's really gone out of their way to totally fuck the lockdown. I mean, obviously, there's Eamon Holmes and his uh, 5G conspiracy theories on this morning. It was good of him to call out the mainstream media on ITV. Yes, broadcasting to millions of people. Any sense of irony? Um, Apparently, he's now uh, apologised and said that all the things that he said were lies, uh, and he definitely doesn't believe them because if he did, then Ofcom would find him. So, what you're saying Mm. is the government have got to him. Yeah, he's he's been uh, all replaced, replaced by a. If by the government you mean his bosses at this morning who said, Eamon, can you please like say this is all lies before Ofcom hits with a massive fine? I mean, is so there's lots of people who on that kind of TV show who are cunts, like Piers Morgan, obviously. Where does Eamon Holmes fall on this scale? Cause well, he's, it, more, he's more of an accidental idiot. Yeah, he's more of a twat than. So I mean, I mean, Piers Morgan, like Piers Morgan, yeah, is. Um, <sighs> he's kind of got quite thin skin, and is is. Um, I don't know how to describe him, but he. You can just say terrible. He's more actively unpleasant, whereas Eamon Holmes is. That more is true. Just an idiot. Yeah, I've never really liked him and, and in recent years have grown to really just despise him because of his uh, role in doing the uh, voiceover for Biggleton. Um, but what is Biggleton? Have you not seen it's on CBeebies. I would I have thought you would be familiar with, with Biggleton. Um, it is uh, a show about a town called Biggleton uh, which is populated by uh, children and cardboard sets. And every child has uh, is is a particular profession, of which there is only one. Oh, I see. Yes, I have seen that. It's sort of like um, Children of the Corn meets Balamori. So, yes. And and which? Okay. Narrated by yeah, Eamon that Holmes. was my question. Was it Piers Morgan or Eamon Holmes? <laughs> yeah, no, no, it wasn't Piers Morgan. That would be odd. Um, but yes, that that's that's like that's really fueled my dislike for Eamon Holmes. Fair enough. Rational or not, and now obviously I feel that I've been justified in my irrational dislike of him well, by uh, rational reasons. A, yeah. yeah, he'll be feeding your child lies about five um, G and reptilians. I'm just waiting for the next episode of uh, of Bealton where they burn down the five G mast. She's going to be on to Infowars soon. Mm. He's a gateway drug. Uh, apparently, they've had over over twenty uh, masts burnt down now. Yeah, including ironically the one next to the Nightingale, which in um, Birmingham, not the one in not the oh, Excel really? okay. one, but the one in uh, Birmingham. Oh, it still sucks. Yes, um, but it's like apparently it's apparently it's not a new thing either. Like I didn't realise, but there's been like low level but ongoing vandalism of five G towers for well, basically like the last year. Um, but it's really really picked up since uh, Eamon Holmes and Amanda Holden went on their. Uh, I mean. Oh, Amanda Holden has said it as well. Oh, she did it on Twitter. And they think that 5G is causing coronavirus. Well, either it's causing coronavirus, it's a cover for coronavirus, and actually it's the 5G that's causing the symptoms, or it has activated the coronavirus that has previously been injected into people as part of the vaccinations. Oh, well, it all makes sense now. So take your pick as to which particular variant you believe. Um, I think all of them. And then, obviously, because, you know, the the thing that I don't get is what happened to, like, obviously this happened before with 4G and 3G, but somehow we all got better. Mm. Or did we? Is Well, yes. Well, no, but uh, now coronavirus, so maybe that's from the 3G and they don't want it to get even worse. Oh, so the 5G is simply covering up the 3G and the 4G. <laughs> mm. I mean, that's certainly a possibility is, I hadn't considered before. Is this why perhaps um, just... Dorset is um, being mostly unaffected by coronavirus? Because no, no, you know, bad uh, phone signal. 
No, it's just because there's no major roads or other transport no, connections less, to that part of the country, so you less, don't get anyone coming um, in and out. Well, no, we can get people coming in and out plenty. Less um, on a single carriageway, though. Yeah, so it doesn't really bear. Less less five G. So I think we're on to something, aren't we? Well, how do you know there's no five G? You don't have a five G phone. There could be 5G going through your head right now and you'd uh, have no idea. So I need to buy a new phone so I can sense it? No, I think you should just burn down a mast. You can't take that risk. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a 5G mast. Half the ones <laughs> just, that they've burned down haven't been. Just, just anything just that looks a bit a like a mast. mobile phone mast, set fire to it, see what happens. Not, not even a phone mast, just a mast. Go down to West Bay, <laughs> set fire to some of the boats. See if it makes you feel better and whether you can suddenly breathe a bit more easily. I mean, I don't know, know exactly where there is exactly. a... Uh, a mobile phone mast, but it's up a really big hill, so um, no. yeah, no, you can't go there. Um, what could you do instead? Maybe I you just could saw cut an down interesting some just just saw down a telegraph pole. I just saw an interesting statistic. The interesting statistic I saw was that um, this March just gone is the first March since 2002 where there hasn't been a mass school shooting in America. Mm. I mean, in fairness to America and their continuous ingenuity when it comes to school shootings, it is remarkably difficult to conduct a school shooting when mm. all the schools are closed. I think that's the perfect time. Nobody suspects it. True, but it tends to be less effective. Uh, granted... Nobody really cares if you shoot up an empty building. Hmm. And it's a lot of hassle to go round to every kid's house. No, you can't. You can't take the homework home for them, can you? No, it's it's not practical. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a comment on that stat? Who me? I yeah, just uh, I just thought that was you need to... was interesting. Um, Go on, well, I think it's it. interesting. Um, Daniel, do you think it's interesting? I mean, what do you think? <laughs> do you know what it was, Daniel? No. <laughs> okay, good. Well, well done, America. Good for coronavirus. Oh, the school shooting thing. Sorry, yes, my memory caught up. Um... <laughs> it's just on satellite delay. Sorry? Caused by 5G. I'm just on tape delay, that's all. Okay, um, God, it genuinely is. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's not very interesting. Um, uh, I stand by my answer. I was right all along. That's pretty down okay. coming from Dan, isn't Fine. it? Fine. Mm. Yeah. I don't know why I doubted myself, frankly. I need to have another beer. Um, Would you like to know a symptom I have of the lockdown? I can't remember if I've told lockdown. you or not. not of the I mean, virus. I'm pretty sure you have lockdown. So... Yeah. A symptom I have is that my um, my head was hurting. I was getting like tension headaches in the the chewy muscles on the side of my head. You know where Dominic Raab has his like throbbing vein of anger, kind of on the on the temples uh, of my head. I wasn't familiar with that, but now I'm and quite turned on. I realised that that was happening because I was clenching my jaw a lot because of the all the anxiety. So that's that's a symptom okay. of of lockdown, being anxious. Okay. Have you tried? Yeah, uh, I am not trying not clenching it. Mm. Uh, Have you tried being less trying, anxious? Uh, yeah, well, like, this is a bit like Mr. Happy's book of happiness and peppers. Because <laughs> I I also suffer from the same thing, um, although mm. it's not unique to the lockdown. I've had it before, uh, and it usually manifests itself by me uh, essentially effectively chewing my cheek mm. in my sleep. Um, delicious. And then when I wake up, I have like my my cheek on one side is all swollen and painful for like several days mm. because it tends to persist. Do you grind your teeth? I don't grind my teeth. Mm. Just like clamp my I jaw think there's down. A little bit of grinding, it's, but only in my sleep. Just clamping, but I think there must be a little bit of grinding as well. Mm. Yeah. I just think it's it's it was just interesting that um that was Gum occurred, that was happening. That'll solve your problem. Get a gum shield. A, a wear physical it all the time. manifestation yeah. of my my anxiousness. 
Okay. I just thought I'd like to share. Uh, Does anyone I'm have any unusual symptoms of being um, in lockdown? Do you know, I thought that my shit would be an absolute disgrace, but um, it doesn't seem to have triggered my mild IBS, as far as I can tell. Nice, yeah, I um, I wasn't expecting to shit this well. well did you, um, because you're in lockdown, have you started eating differently? No. Well, no, I, I thought... Just the, um, the stress. I thought because of the anxiety and stress, I thought because a couple of years ago I was stressed with work and very busy and I nearly <laughs> shit myself on a number of occasions. Um, and I think it was... Just in protest. Yeah, because... <laughs> Yeah, you really wanted to out those meetings. Exactly. They can't send me to meetings if I've got <laughs> shit in my trousers, <laughs> as they keep telling me. Um, but I, yeah, it sort of got to the point I was having to occasionally run out of meetings because um, a shit was going to happen, <laughs> regardless of my location. So I may as well... The lesser of two evils was to run to a toilet, which seems rude, but I think shitting yourself in a meeting is ruder. Um, but I, it was self-diagnosed IBS, but it had all the hallmarks. I mean, if it quacks like a duck, <laughs> let's stop that line right there. Yeah, um, but I thought that might have kicked in again, but it, it doesn't. My poos have been normal, regular. I did nearly um, well last week. Well, yeah, not regular and normal, but they haven't been just explosive, which is kind of what I feared but last week because I wasn't at work that sort of upset my routine and I got a little bit constipated and I did one that was so big uh, you know when ladies give birth and they have to have is it an S- epis epidural ep- no um, episiotomy yes uh, where they snip the gooch um, I think that happened to me <laughs> I think I've now just got um it's just a, a bum hole that sort of merged with the scrotum. <laughs> but it's all healed up, so that's nice. And that was just... Uh, yeah. Yeah, my pelvic floor is an absolute nightmare. Mm, I'm sure. Well, I have heard. That's the thing that ladies have, isn't it? Pelvic floors. I think it's the thing that everyone has. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Not anymore. Not any- <laughs> Shout out to yeah, Morgan. But no, I... Um, so yesterday, I wasn't back at work obviously because it was bank holiday, this is Tuesday um, but in the afternoon I came and sat down to edit the episode 1 of the Rebirth timeline and within minutes of being sat down at my work computer I hadn't even had a coffee but I had to shit my body is just so hardwired yeah I, I can, even if I don't need a shit within 10 minutes of sitting down at my desk I have to go and do one every day and my body just knew. It's like, oh, I can see the computer. Time for poos. <laughs> I, I feel like we could we could take advantage of that Shut in the same up, way. It? You, you know when? Um... Well, hang on. How are you going to turn this to your advantage? You see, I dis- I don't think we can take advantage of this because I think this is all a plot by Gemma. She's been training him for so long. Um, the Pavlovian the- thing. Yeah. That um, she just uses a way of managing Graham and making sure that you know he gets to work on time and gets out on I mean, time. He works, and, uh, you know, he works by... to get out. He works from home. No, no, yeah. but you know, like you know, he's banished up to his, his prison office, um, down to his prison office. I oh, always in the dungeon in the basement. Isn't it now, um, this is now, yeah, yeah, um, banished down to his, his dungeon um, in good time, so uh, he doesn't disrupt I, Gemma's enjoyment I think of the day. That... But it does, because I instantly have to go and do a poo, and we've only got one toilet. I, I think that what what we could do is, you know when um, you know when the guy who um, murdered John Lennon got programmed to do that by the CIA? Okay, well that's the thing that happened, right? Yeah. It um, did happen, yeah. We, the next time that we see Graham, we can show him a picture of a computer whilst we're on a train somewhere and he'll shit himself. 
No, it wouldn't work. You'd you would have to sit me down in my desk chair at my okay. computer because I had used that computer upstairs, like sat at the dining room table, and I hadn't shit myself. Okay. But as soon as it was plugged into, maybe it's the chair more than the computer. I mean, perhaps, if you're ever know. allowed to go out of quarantine and you go somewhere different, like holiday, you could just die of um, constipation, couldn't you? Or if I went into Staples, I could uh, <laughs> shit myself. <laughs> well, that's close down, isn't it? So, did you have? I suppose it's a it's long ago, but did you did you have this problem when you were at work? <laughs> I didn't say it was a problem. <laughs> okay, did you have this condition? Yeah, I've had it for a f- couple of years. Yeah, it's yeah, like clockwork. Even when I get into the office, so because of times, by the time I get into the office, it's usually about 20 past nine, and by half past nine, I've had to go for a poo. So it, it can't just be my work chair at home, because I've got a different one at work. It's, yeah. got to, it's just psychological. It's, just, it's a, it's a Maybe yeah, it's implanted outlook. trigger. Maybe Microsoft have uh, programmed me. I mean, I still think it's Gemma, but sure. Well, you hear yeah. the, the Outlook new message notification and immediately needs yeah. it. <laughs> but it's to the point that other people at work have also noticed and commented on how I'm very regular. <laughs> which, I, which I take as a compliment. Yeah. I mean, I think some people are regular in a more private way. Like, it might be the first thing they no. do when no, they get I... up in the morning. To be fair, it is, it's, it's largely the fact that Graham stood up in the office and goes, Go for a shit! <laughs> Every time, maybe they just think it's an improvement from uh, from when he used to have to run out of meetings. They <laughs> <laughs> say it's good. Yeah. He just he just comes into I mean, work, turns his computer on, runs to the toilet once, and then that's him done for the day. Whereas a couple of years back, it was yeah. nightmare. Yeah, just having to run out and. Um... And some of the things I did in some of the customers' toilets <laughs> I was at as well. We, we, if anyone had followed me in who was important, we could have lost a contract. I mean, I, I will say, Graham, and you know full well how true this is, there is nothing quite like going and just absolutely defiling a toilet that isn't anything to do with you. Mm. It's one of uh, life's joys, isn't it? Yeah, it's just but great. There isn't a shower to jump immediately into. Yeah, no, that is an issue. Hmm. So, anyone had any good poos while they've been in lockdown? Uh, no. Well, as I was saying, it, it's been um, it's been better than expected. I was, um, you know, I was expecting it just to be, you know, awful, but uh, it, it's been under control and, and quite I mean, pleasant. Give, given your um, habit <laughs> of blocking up toilets, mm. you are sitting on an absolute time bomb there. Well, no, but this is the thing, because normally my um, toilet blocking cement, um, I, w- I was expecting that to be like double, but it's um, it's gone to back to regular human poo. Um, all right. I, I just don't know. It's, what... I think well, it's like, it's like you know, all the, the parks and waterways recovering without, you know, <laughs> yeah. people around. It's Nature just... <laughs> has returned to Dan's bowels. Yeah. <laughs> yes, pr- quite possibly. Oh, good. Well, that's lovely then. Yeah. Although there was a problem with the drains. Uh, round here a couple of weeks ago, which I assume <laughs> I had something to do with. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, and all the neighbours were saying, oh, it's weird, it never happened until about oh, a year ago, no, 18 months. Well, it's, it's the first time there's been a problem with drains round here, So, but I was, I was expecting it to take less than 18 Come months. Come to for think about it, about that it. was about the time you got that new phone mast, wasn't it? <laughs> mm, yeah. No. Like, if there's any phone mast conspiracy going on, I can see the transmitter on the top of Crystal Palace Hill, so um, I will be first in line for the... I, I did get Rona first up, so it might actually to... be linked to coronavirus, yeah. Probably people closer to Crystal Palace would be first in line. I'm not disputing yeah, that you are in the line. Mm. Like, But the person who lives across the road from you. So have you been have you been able to negotiate use of your neighbour's garden that you can see from no. your kitchen? So what are you doing for outdoors time? There's the park, so I just go run or walk around the park. But are you not um, afraid of someone coughing on you? 
Well, no, because I've had it, so think they should be afraid of me coughing on them. Are you not afraid of being stopped and searched by the police? Yeah. No, because I have no friends, so... Um, or well, it doesn't matter. Like, you, I, it, I mean, it, the, the, you know, they, they'll just stop you on a whim. If they think you look suspicious, they'll Adam, stop I, you. I don't know how to break this to you, but... I'm white, the police are white, huge amounts of the residents that, around that here... That makes no difference at this point. No, <laughs> it really does. stop anyone. It really does. Um... Yeah, no, I... Although, thankfully, West Midlands police seem to, so far, have been relatively restrained and aren't doing the whole, like, we're going to stop you and search your shopping trolley to make sure that you've only been buying essential goods. Yeah, no, um, because I'm generally not, like, carrying anything and I'm generally in running gear, people seem to buy it, so... The perfect cover. Yeah. someone who's going to sunbathe in the park. I mean, it is, but I don't, so, um... Yeah, I mean, obviously, the Daystar is deeply scary to me as a nerd. So, um, yeah. So, have you uh, sent any dick pics? I have not. Mm. Why Chiefly I... because, due to the obvious effects of the quarantine, <laughs> it is chafed war. <laughs> I didn't think that you'd be able to lower the tone after after Graham <laughs> asked that question, but you've you've done it. Spoke. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Well, that's the perfect time. Look, if she does, if she can't accept it as its worst, <laughs> she doesn't. No, Graham, she doesn't deserve it at its least dating. raw. Uh, okay. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, have either of you mooted the idea of sneaking out to um, have an illicit fondle in said park? Uh, no. You could both go on no, exercise. And travel for half an hour, couldn't you? Because you're allowed out for about an hour. Yeah. Well, Dan's an essential worker oh, anyway. You can go yeah, and yeah. Do what you like, mate. And then you could just um, you could you could just fondle yourselves from two meters away, <laughs> or each other or with, each other. with, with oh, sticks okay, yeah, or something. Yeah, mutual mutual self fondling. Um, she must be a key worker as well. She is. Yeah. So there you go. You found your loophole. Mm. You can, uh, you two can get jiggy, and you're immune, so no, no harm, no foul. No risk, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I say, get down to it. Um, I think uh, <laughs> it's a direct order from Graham. Yeah, you can't, you can't go. Do we need to that. have a disclaimer saying we, we're not really advocating for anyone breaking the rules because we're very law-abiding? I mean, no, in fairness, if you know how rules, often I pay it's attention to work, <laughs> look at him. You know how often I pay attention to your uh, suggestions, so I don't think there's much danger okay. of that. Well, so I'm I, telling you, Dan, I don't think you should do this. I thought okay, I made it cool. quite clear how I feel about all the twats that are doing what we've just suggested Dan does. And given, I, that, you're, given that you're a, a I am a well-known, well-known snitch. snitch. The police came to my door, blew my cover. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Um See, if they were doing it smart, what they'd done is they'd have come to your door, they'd have arrested you, shoved you into the police car, and then they could have talked to you safely mm. without anyone suspecting That's, you. Well, or they could just have threatened. I've seen that kind of thing on NCIS where they, yeah, mm-hmm. they need they need information from a, yeah, well, someone. Yeah, if, you, if you're a CI, then uh, mm. see, so, yeah, I think we cover. Graham's the only one that you know people could potentially listen to and think, yes, I'll I'll do whatever he's uh, suggesting. That sounds like something I should do. It I seems mean, very it... unlikely, though, doesn't it? Yes, yeah. it's very unlikely. Yeah. So, so I think we're I think covered. the listeners know all of us better than that by now. I think Chris forbidding you from doing it is the most likely. Yeah, thing that was to what I thought. It. Yeah, but it's still not very likely because, again, please remember, I'm very lazy, and I will forget. And your penis is sore. <laughs> yeah, that too. You don't really want to go anywhere with a sore penis, do you? Like any kind of walking or stuff, just aggravates things. Yeah, and you certainly don't want to be presenting it to her in that state. Mm. Yeah. And also you could just stay home and jerk off. And... I mean, it is marginally less good. I would imagine. Well, early days, isn't it? No, it's probably better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Well, <laughs> you crack on. <laughs> I certainly shall. Godspeed to you, Daniel. <laughs> Can you wait until we finish recording first? Uh, I can. I, I make no such stipulation. I think. Hmm. I'm drinking a Budweiser 
so the German um, lager. Lovely. Mm, it's delicious. It's, uh, made out of uh, hops and grain and barley. It is foreign, though, and so therefore will get you hung under the new arrangements post-crisis. Um, will it get me well hung? No. Oh, fuck's sake. It sort of seems like the podcast might have just ended. Yeah, I am running out of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did mention earlier, it's, you know, supplies yeah. are limited. Yes. Mm. My um, neighbour, who lives... So you know my old junkie neighbour who I scared off? Yes. He's been replaced by a young junkie neighbour um, who very often has fun outside his house. Um, and I don't know how to go and ask if I can have some. Because... The biggest difference between him and the previous junkie is the previous junkie was a cunt. But this guy's alright, don't mind him. I mean, he's a love rat, but um, that's none of my business. Uh, but yeah, you, and he, he sort of, it's not obnoxiously doing it like the old guy did. And the old guy was doing bongs, which just made the entire street stink. This one, it's just sort of a little whiff of fun every now and then. And you think, well, fair play to him. But I do sort of want to go in there. So, can I have some of dog cigarette, please? Um, we we could try doing a role play. Like um, um, when okay. you tried being a making friends. Do you remember? Yes, and do you want to hear something really amazing and synergistic? Um, you have made a friend. Uh, the same house, same no, house. No, no, no. Right. Same house. Yeah. How weird's that? But I don't critically. I don't want to be friends with him. You just want his drugs. Yes. Because mm. um, I have made other friends with some of my neighbours, Tom and Richard. Go to the pub with them sometimes. Not anymore. Obviously, pubs don't exist anymore. Remember you pubs? You need yeah, to great, find a mm. Harry, or change your name to Harry, don't you? Yes. Well. The best thing about it is my neighbour Paul, his surname is Harrison. And nobody was really, really excited when I pointed this out, that I was, I could legitimately claim to be at the pub with Tom, Dick and Harry. Well, you you can't really if his name is Harrison. Okay. Why? His name isn't Harry, it's... it's... No, but... But but nicknames... Yeah, you could feasibly call him Harry, couldn't you? You could call Dan Harry. Yeah, that but would just be weird. There's no logic behind that. And mm. if I know anything about Harry, it's that he can't abide something that's illogical. He's like Spock in that respect. But uh, yeah, so my friends Tom, Dick, and Harry have been to the pub with them sometimes. Can't do that anymore. Can't even uh, have a beer out in, in the field with them anymore unless we sit two metres apart. And uh, what's the point of that? I want to sit on their laps. Do you remember our conversation from last week about the UFC trying to buy an island to do their fights on? Actually, I do, shockingly. Well, um, in in related news, uh, the WWE has been deemed an essential service in Florida and is therefore <laughs> allowed to remain open and continue doing fights, um, just not with crowds. So, yeah, apparently uh, watching grown men in spandex pretend to hit each other uh, is a, an essential service if you live in Florida. So, mm. yeah, another thing that feeds into the Daniel being an essential <laughs> worker. <laughs> Sorry, I just I just saw it come up. I thought it was uh, important information to share. Well, I'm glad you did. Mm. Have a quick look and see if I can uh, find the details. I'm assuming that the uh, they have paid large bribes. Yeah, they've uh, they've done some bribes. Um, that may or may not be true, I don't know. Um, but it's definitely nothing to do with the fact that the uh, chairman of WWE is a mate of Donald Trump and his wife was part of Donald Trump's cabinet and now is part of one of the big fundraising packs for Donald Trump. Mm. Has anyone listened to the uh, Off Menu podcast? I have, and it was brilliant. I've listened to a couple. 
the Richard Herring one is definitely their best episode. It's okay. really great. I think you need to listen to quite a few more before you get to his because it's. I think you need to be really familiar with the format and the sort of sort of things that other you, guests you need say. To, you need to before understand you the understand the main form to, to understand how he yeah. subverts it. His mm. main course was four and twenty back blackbirds baked in a pie. <laughs> okay, really brilliant. I think I might even give it a second listen because I've managed to get down to two podcasts left, um, which I don't think has happened for about four years. I've always managed to sort of keep it a reasonable. You know, sometimes it gets out of control, but I normally end up with sort of six or seven. Awaiting and and that keeps me that keeps me sane. I don't get any anxiety, but I'm down to only a couple if left. If you need a new so podcast, then um, Ed Gamble and uh, Matt Crosby one on XFM is quite good. Yeah, I don't think I like Ed Gamble. Um, very much, I no. think he's he's more of there's. Um, I think he's all right. I quite like him. I think he's able yeah. to muck around a bit more on it this one. Me... Like in in off menu, he's kind right. of like he's the he's the support act. He's he yeah, he's very much the straight man. man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think with Matt Crosby, it's kind of much more even and and two people mucking about. Yeah, I mean, anyone on a podcast with James Acaster is going to be sidekick yeah. at best, aren't they? It's uh, like, um, uh, you know, Ellis James and John Robbins. So it's it's like that, but um, they're 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 kind of they're both in the the middle of those two. So right, they are both less less uh, less laid back. Than Ellis James and less uptight than John Robbins. Sounds very very um, it's quite It's I I thought I think it's quite good. I think if you need something to listen to that is just people being silly, okay. that you don't have to pay that much attention to. I might give it a it's try. Quite good. Fair enough. Anyway, the reason I was uh, came onto off menu was on the recent-ish episode where somebody from some metal band or something was on. It was a boring episode. Um, but he described uh, Coronas and Desperados as toe-dippers because they're just like the beer you have at the beginning of an evening just to think, oh, do I do I fancy a, a, a big session? And you just dip your toe in with one of those beers and then, uh, then you decide, yes, I am, and go for it. And I like that. And I think toe dippers are the ideal coronavirus beers. Mm. Do you know what I had uh, on Friday that was like that? Is uh, Shandy's. Oh, Because you can get on a Shandy quite early. Basically from from midday. I think I could get on a Shandy before the kids are in bed. Mm, I had a gin before the kids went to bed the other day. And then I had another one, and I had a beer. And by the time it got to bedtime, I was meant to give him a bath, and I was all like, ah, fuck it, I'm going to bed dirty. Yeah. Um, so that's not sustainable. But um, Shandy's good idea, yes. Because the problem with drinking at the moment is, if you overdo it, then, I mean, all of the emotions are going to come out, aren't they? And that that cannot happen. Need to bury all of that deep, deep, deep inside. Um, you're playing with fire if you're onto the five percent lagers. This thing I'm Ooh. drinking is ten percent. Fucking hell! What are you playing at? Well, it's the podcast. It's accepted <laughs> drinking time. Mm. Yeah, I, I think I think that's excessive. I'd be worried about that, Dan. How many have you had? Oh, okay. Just the one. Pint. And that is a... How big can? Is it 500ml can? 440ml can. Mm-hmm. 
rubbish. That's basically like a US pint, isn't it? I mean, the US don't understand it's, pints. So it's the perfect not... amount to put in a pint. Well, I mean, put in a pint glass. They understand and then, pints. They just don't know and then how many milliliters they are. With, uh, with lemonade to make a nice shandy. Gin. Oh. Yeah, US pint is four seven three. Yeah, okay. So it's nearly a US pint. I think we need um, something really good now to go out on. Because it's sort of been petering out for about 15 minutes and nobody's... I mean, I don't normally say this, but uh, can I mean, can we stop it and I can go to bed? I mean, that is actually genuinely a bombshell and we should just stop I don't it have out. any more things I want All right, to but before discuss. We, before we go... Before we go, what do you think of Keir Starmer? I saw a really weird thing uh, last... When you were in the bath? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I've Will got a mole I'd like that? you to check out on um, the webcam, please. <laughs> no, last do it, um, by audio, if you could describe it. Um, uh, it's a mole. Oh no! <laughs> Sounds like you got a mole. Mm. Oh, that's what I—that was my worst fears. 